Hey guys, this is Lauren with the Century 21 Property Advisors Podcast. I can't wait to share what we have for you today. Service you, you did. So, 
So understanding that credit score is going to unlock opportunity for your clients and my clients uh, to be able to do a lot more. So let's talk about the breakdown of the credit. Now I'm going to go through each of these. I think there's a, a deal in there somewhere that, that kind of gives you where you can put these down. But we're going to break down each one of these. First of all, the, the, the first 10%, uh, this goes to uh, the types of credit you have. Uh, is the first one there. 10% of the credit score is based on types of credit you have. Number of lines of credit versus the types of credit. Um, they want to see a mixture of accounts. They don't want to see all installment loans especially. Uh, they definitely, revolving lines of credit help your credit more than credit cards. Because they fluctuate, they're open-ended, whereas on a um, on an installment loan, it's set. It's only, you know, it's, it's three years, one year, five years, six years, whatever. And so, or you know, in the case of a mortgage, 30 years, you know. And so, whereas those, uh, you know, they want to see credit cards and kind of a mixture. Uh, too much credit can be bad. There's times when my scores cannot be real good because I've got a high mixture of, of different, you know, high balance accounts that I put a lot of stuff on and it paid off. And, if you catch me at the wrong time of the month, my score can fluctuate as much as 60, you know, 60, 80 points in a month just because of the balances I carry at times. And so, you know, that, that too much credit can be a bad thing too because I, I have several lines of credit open and that can, that can affect the score. Glenn, are you penalized for not having things like an auto loan? Not really an auto loan. If you buy your auto, your cars with cash and you don't have no, they, I mean, they'd like to see a balance, but if you have some credit cards, you're usually fine. You know, it, that, that's usually kind of the big one. But if you have auto loans and not credit cards, it can be negative. Short-term credit loans are, are not good because one of that, part of your credit score is based on the length of time. We'll talk more about it. And short-term loans like, like uh, Republic or World Finance, you've seen those little storefront. You know, they're, they're almost like payday loans, but not quite. You know, the problem is, is that, I mean, I've had people that it'll say, you know, helps your credit, you know, da, 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 da. But then they're, you're only in the loan for three to six months. Well, we don't know if you're going to pay back a 30-year note. Because all, all you've shown is that you have the ability to keep a three-month loan going. That's why that revolving helps is because it's open-ended. You know, it's not infinity, but it basically kind of treats it that way a little bit. So, the second type, new credit, 10%, it's going to look at the last 12 months. What kind of new credit? Kind of goes to your question about the inquiries a while ago. Uh, you know, that new credit, you know, if you got a lot of new credit, they're going to kind of go, okay, how are you going to handle this? You know, one is one thing, but if you got a new uh, Harley, a new credit card, and a new mortgage, you know, are, are you going to be ready for all these new things? They don't know. They don't know how you're going to handle um, you know, the, the, these new payments. And so new credit can definitely impacts it. About 10% of your credit score, or 83 points roughly, uh, comes from that. Goes with, you know, we talked about, you know, recently opened crown credit uh, inquiries. Mortgage inquiries, according to the Consumer Federal Pro, uh, CFPB, that, that's who kind of monitors us now, the impact on your credit is the same regardless of the number of inquiries, as long as the inquiries are made by mortgage brokers or lenders within a 45-day window. So that's, CFPB is now saying it's 45 days instead of 30. So that doesn't impact your score. 
and they want to make sure you're reestablishing in the last 12 months positive credit. So you know, new credit can be good if you've got a lot of bad in the, in, in the past. You need to start some new stuff then at that point. Came out of bankruptcy, we need new credit. A lot of people then they have a bad credit situation, what do they do then? They stick their head in the sand and they're like, I'm just never using credit again, I'm paying cash for everything, right? You know, sounds great until you want to go buy a house, you know, and then, you know, you have a 400 credit score because you never dealt with all your collection accounts and you've not done anything in the last year, you know. And so uh, now all we have to work, go on is all these collection accounts that have been charged off, you know. Next 15% uh, is that length of history, kind of got 124 points. How long has that been on the on your credit score, your report? Um, I've kind of talked about that. Uh, also, how long is it is it inactive? You know, if you, if you get a credit card and then it's just sitting there and you're not using it, that, that actually is going to have a negative impact on your credit score. You want to use it some, you know. Uh, use it, pay it off. Use it, let it revolve one month, pay it off. You know, that type of deal. You, you don't want to just let it sit there because that's not going to help your... But it's credit. worse on you, though, to cancel them. Cancel's bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get credit cards from companies all the time, or I used to. I don't spend much anymore, but I would just shred them. Right, but if you don't, now, and again, it, you know, after a while, they're going to go inactive if you didn't use them. And Does that hurt? Cancel. It, it can, I mean, you know. Uh, you know, ideally, you, you know, well, we'll talk about this. Three to five lines of credit open, you know, is good, you know. And, and then you close the rest, you know, with, uh, you know, but. Don't close them, just let them. Don't let them happen themselves, but it'll, it'll eventually do it themselves, you know, if you don't, if they're inactive. But you want to keep some of them open, you know, because you just never know when you decide to buy a house for a family member. Amazon, Amazon. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> the longer the good history, the better the score. I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, you, you, you got 30 years of never making it, having a late payment, you're, your score is going to be in the 800s, you know. Uh, the, the fourth one here balances about 30% or 249 points. How much of each type of credit? Again, I, I kind of talked about this. Installment loans, uh, remaining versus original balance. They're going to look at that. They're going to see, okay, you know, you took out a $30,000 auto loan, you have 20, you know, you're going in the right direction. But if it's brand new, it kind of goes to that new credit thing as well. So that they're kind of hitting you in two places that way. Here's the, uh, oh, sorry. The ideal is revolving credit. You you want to keep that at about 18%. That's ideal or less of their balance. Okay, so $100, you know, you got a, you got a $1,000 uh, credit limit. You want to keep about 180 or less on it. You don't want to go above that. At 30, it, it'll hit your score a little bit. 50, 75, and then 100 is going to really impact your credit score. At zero, it also negatively impacts your score, too, by the way. It's kind of crazy, but it does. Good thing about uh, um, revolving credit is they have no memory. You max it out today, and then you pay it off tomorrow, and then they report, or they report it today, you have it maxed out. And then you go pay it off tomorrow, and then they report that you pull your credit 30 days from now. It doesn't remember that you had it maxed out last month. It now shows you're at 18% and your score is going to drop. It's the easiest way for me to, to get somebody's credit score up. 
is if they can pay down a credit card. So you got friends and family talking to you about buying a house in the next six months to a year. Encourage them to do two things, and it sounds like I'm talking out both sides of my mouth because I am, is to save money, right, and to pay down credit cards. You know, uh, the, those are the two things that, you know, they need to do. That's where their money needs to go. And if they can get under that 18%, you know, at least 30%, that, that's really going to help their score out and therefore give them a better rate and all that kind of stuff. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Why is that hard right now? What's coming up? Property tax, <laughs> that's true too. Payment history is the majority of it, 35%. It's a third, of, more than a third of it. Number of accounts uh, paid as agreed, they want to look at that. Those negative public records also, like judgments, uh, foreclosures, um, uh, bankruptcies, those all will be on, under the public record. Actually, they kind of pulled some of that stuff off. They're a little hard to find now, uh, the judgments especially. <laughs> Uh, delinquencies, uh, total number of past dues, length of time past due. Those we're going to look at that, especially the mortgage. And when we get to, I'm going to go into that in a little more detail here in a little bit. Okay, but delinquency will impact your credit score by by a good bit. You know, I've had people. I, I had somebody the other day that you know had great credit a month ago, and then they you know got a credit card of some sort because it gave them a discount and then they forgot that they had done that then they went 30 days late and guess what now they're in the 680 range instead of 800 because of that one you know how long does it take to repair that usually it, it you know you'll start seeing it turn in about six months and kind oh, of wow. a year yeah, really yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clint I've heard someone speaking the other day that that they've heard on a news report that a large majority of the population is at least three months behind on auto loans. Have you heard anything about that? Hmm. I have a feeling that they have I, heard. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd want to know where they, I'd source that. <clears throat> That's not been my experience. And then, you know, I don't. But I pull probably 600 reports a year. That's pretty good, you know, I wouldn't say a third of them. I wouldn't say 200 people are currently, you know, 90 days behind. You know, do I find it? Yeah, but I wouldn't go that okay. that far. All right, collection accounts uh, is also in this, you know, 35%. So those uh, medical collections, uh, I hate them. Uh, if I I could spend an hour griping about mm-hmm. medical collections because uh, I think it's. They're talking about redoing the module, the, the algorithms, to either take out the, the medical collection altogether or lower their impact on the credit score because you did not choose to go into medical debt. You know, something happened. Uh, and they do a terrible job uh, at trying to collect that because they call you one time and then they put it on your report and they move on. And so now all of a sudden, a $35 medical collection. I had a, a real estate agent, you know, uh, was mad because of this. And she's like, well, I'm just not going to remove it. And I'm like, well, then you don't have to. But they're reporting it to two bureaus. And, you know, your interest rate should be at a high three. Instead, you're getting an interest rate in the mid fours. So I said, you can pay that $35, have it completely removed, and, you know, only pay it if they agree to do that. And then we can, you know, and you can 
talking about how you hate them for the rest of your life, but you know they win, but you win because that thirty-five dollars you'll pay back in one monthly, you know, payment, you know, on your mortgage. So you know why are you holding on to? You've got thirty-five dollars. I've seen your bank account. <laughs> you know, so those kind of things, you know, you, you know, they do come up. Those collection accounts, though. Uh, you know, mortgages if they if they went short sell if they foreclose I'm gonna see that through their collection accounts you know nine times out of ten you know those type of things uh, those those auto loans you're talking about if they you know had a repo I'll see that there as well all right did you know credit scores can uh, fluctuate as much as forty points in a month and I've seen it even more. Uh, credit card usage inquiries can uh, have that impact. Uh, so, delinquencies and your FICO. According to Fairizer, it's common mistakes to direct your credit score. Max out a credit card at 680, it could drop your score 10 to 30 points just by maxing it out. At 780, it could drop to 45 points. So, you got a 780 credit score, you go out and go Christmas shopping today, we pull your credit. Couple couple weeks from now, and your score is now forty five points <coughs> lower because of that. Even if you're going to pay it off, if it's whenever we pull it, mm -hmm. whatever the score is, remember it has no memory. Oh, okay. It doesn't know that you pay it off every month. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So. So don't go shopping. Today. So don't go shopping. Thirty day late payments. Now look at this one. <laughs> Same six eighty could drop you sixty to eighty points. Wow. <laughs> 780, uh, like I told you about that one, right? You know, I had to get the Coles cash or whatever, you know. And now their score dropped 90 to 110 points. Debt settlement. So you decide to go to a debt settlement. You know, you get, you got a lot of credit cards and they, they a lot of debt and they send you that in the mail. You, you know, if you've ever had one credit card maxed out, you've probably seen this come through, you know, your mail. Uh, but, at 680, it could drop your score if you decide to go into a debt settlement. So pay a third party and then they pay on your behalf. It could drop your score 45 to 65 points. At 780, it could drop you 105 to 125 points. Just because you're you're still paying your debts, you're just paying it through a credit a credit repair kind of you know debt settlement company. And what they do is they negotiate so you're not paying as much interest. They do that on your behalf, so it helps in that regard. Um, but it's better than going by it's better than going bankruptcy, right? So well, that's your two options. Because again, you're paying it, but you're not paying it to the, as the terms. You're paying it, you know, third party. Now, instead of going through a debt settlement, can you call and negotiate? You can. That's a great. Amount? Yep, that's a great question. You can call and negotiate yourself. Hey, you know, uh, I'm at 24% interest with you guys. I'm, now, what helps you if you do that, though, is if you go, well, I just got a credit card offer from, you know, mm -hmm. another company, and they're going to do 0% for the next six months, so I'd rather not cancel my credit card with you, but if I have to, I will, you know. But, you know, I, I had a, a good friend of mine, I just did his refinance, and in the middle of it, he opened up a credit card and to move his balances over, and I'm like, well, that's fine, I just need to now show that that one's paid off, and that this is where the balance is on this one. It just, you know, it was more headache than it was worth. But, you know, he said he was at 0% now, so he was happy. <laughs> Foreclosures. Uh, 680 could drop you 85 to 105 points. And if you have a 780, 
it can drop you as a, up to 160 points for the foreclosure. Bankruptcy, look at this one. 680 drops you up to 150, and look at it, 780. Wow. It'll drop you to 240. Why does it drop you lower the higher the credit? Is it because they assume you have money? And you just have more more credit to impact it. No, it has nothing to do with money. It just it, it's now, it, you know, you're you you've been in this bucket and now you're changing to a, a totally different bucket. So you're gonna it's gonna impact you more because of the algorithm the way it does. I can't give you more than just because it does. The, the standard is higher. It for just you. does. It just does. Yeah. That now you go from one one group to a different, and it's just totally. You won't usually see a 780 go to a foreclosure or a bank because there's been a period of time where they, they've gone 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you know. Now, it could be a short sale, right, where the market's crashed, they go to sell their house, they can't, they've got to move, they're moving to Florida, they got to go ahead and sell, the market's gone down, you know, and they're having to sell their house for less than what they owe, you know, that can that. We'll talk more about that in a minute as well. Are we going to talk more about when you can buy a house out of bankruptcy? Uh huh. Okay. Yep. I'm going to talk about all that. that save that for the last. Okay. Make sure you stay around. <laughs> so, this is what a credit report looks like. This is a bad credit report. So, again, try merge. You can see it right here. Uh, can y'all see that pretty well? No. I'm sorry. XPTUEF, Equifax Training Union Experience. So, that means that all this world finance. Is being reported to all three of those bureaus. Y'all see that? And this is for the borrower. C is for the co-borrower. And if it's J, it's both of them joined. If it's if it says B and then J or C and J, it is the borrower is joint with somebody else, not with the other person you pulled the credit with. Okay. So that's what these mean. Okay. World. That's what I was talking about. Look at their credit score. I mean, the borrower's credit is 521, 588, 513, and look at 521. Why is that? Because the only line of credit they've had open, and they don't, it's not even active, was it was, because uh, this was earlier this year. Now, I, I changed everything last night, as you can tell, but, you know, they, they hadn't even had it open in three years at the time, two and a half years. Is that world like one of those short-term? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. See, it says right there, term, uh, how long? Seven months. Is how, and they, they only paid it for three, and they paid it off. So they didn't help it. They have no active credit. Collection, look at the medical. Being reported to two. TransUnion and Equifax. Question, you said it triggered a question when you said, you know, it was for seven months and they paid it off in three. Mm -hmm. Do you pay off a loan? Sooner, like if you have like a, a long-term loan and you end up paying it off sooner, does that, it affect your credit? That shouldn't have really impacted a whole lot. Okay. No. Then the problem with this one, they had no active credit. Yeah. You know, and, and so, and they've only shown in the last seven years that they can that they pay one thing for three months. For three and that's months. it. Let's say it's a, you know, like a car loan. Car loan, we pay it off a little bit. Yeah. You, would it boost no. your credit? It, it, it'll probably keep it kind of the same. Okay. I mean, because you've kind of done two things. You've paid it off, and you don't have that still going. But then you've also, the balance is zero. Instead. Yeah. So you've kind of done this, you know. Okay. 
So that's kind of an example of a bad critter. These are the things that you know we get. It gives us a derogatory summary. Charge offs two, 33 collections. You know, mm -hmm. you know something. This is real quick. We know that this is going to be a problem, right? And then we also know, you know, like any information about where they used to work and those kind of things. You know, I put Taco Bueno in there because you know I used to call that the kitchen. You know, mm -hmm. back in the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, we get a list of all the creditors as well and their phone numbers. I send these to your clients, by the way. They get a copy of these. So, so a healthy mix, right? Two installment loans, three revolving lines of credit with no collection late payments or public records, and accounts with long payment history. That's ideal. Three to five. That's, that's ideal. Again, I'm not trying to make you experts on this or to want to go give advice to people necessarily, you know, but just to give you an idea. What if you had someone, I had someone who, uh, they had great credit and then all of a sudden they lost their job. Mm -hmm. So for a year, their credit dumped. Right. But then they got back on track and got things paid off. But they had a bunch of late payments during that one year. How long is that going to impact them? A year. You need to get a year away from that last okay. late payment, really, at that point. It makes sense. You can explain that to yeah. an underwriter that your credit, what, what it does to your credit score is what it does. Okay. You know. Can you ever get those taken off by the credit bureaus? Uh, yes. Uh, well, no, well, depends. It's up to the creditor. They, they can decide whether or not they want to take those off or not. You can dispute them, too, as, it, not, as they're not legit. I'll talk more about disputes here a little bit as well. So what if you have a credit card and then they up your limit? Does that affect it positively? It does. It does. Good, good question. I should have said that a while ago. It's a percentage, remember? Mm -hmm. People will go, but I only have $300 on it. I know, but you have a $300 limit. That's 100%. <laughs> you know, then they'll go, they'll talk to their credit company. They're like, oh, well, you've got you know, three years of excellent payment. Uh, we'll up your limit to 1000 They haven't spent a dime. Mm -hmm. And now they're at 30% instead of 100%. And their mm -hmm. score goes up. So thanks for that question. I should have said that earlier because that's exactly right. Again, it's all about percentage. And so I've had people do that as well. Hey, you know, you got decent credit, why don't you just see if they'll, uh, you know, up your, limit. up your limit and we'll get you from a 670 whatever to now 700 and now you can go conventional and get a better rate, da 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 you know, those kind of things. So, that good credit report. Um, this is what that looks like, uh, 7.99. Now here's one, there was no credit score because link, uh, uh, the length of time accounts have been established and that, uh, you know, so it's not reporting for some reason. They, they don't have. So we're going to use the lower score, the 799 score. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Century 21 Property Advisors podcast today. Make sure you like and share if you got value and spread the knowledge.